Hello there, and welcome to the latest episode of a Sift Taker Snapshots podcast. Uh, I'll be your host this evening, Ben Hibbert, and with me is Liam. Hello, everyone. Oh, you finished your food? Uh, no, it's just sitting in front of me. I'm just taking a <laughs> handful when I can. Taunt you. <laughs> a whole handful <laughs> and just shove it in your face. Liam's <laughs> presence on the podcast today is brought to you by Brew City Cheese Bites. <laughs> They're not even that great. And also, we've got all the way from Cornwall, uh, Mr. Burnett. Hello, uh, it's Chris, the best one, obviously. <laughs> um, oh, the, Bur- the, Bur- the Burnett Cup says otherwise, it's Liam, actually. Ah, uh, but that's only in a Burnett Cup, not a global event. Also, I've, I've, he's, he's popped up on uh, my Facebook, and I noticed he's definitely the, the most in-shape Burnett I've seen. Yeah, he is, yeah. I bet he beats you all physically as well as on the table. Uh, it's between him and Matt. <laughs> I've never seen Matt, so I can't judge. The best Burnett came in out of choice because it's Nicky, isn't it? Well, of course, yeah, the TO. Anyway, let's crack on. So we're just gonna <laughs> we're gonna talk about the uh, the latest um, GSB event because somebody on here did rather well, and one of them not so great. But Tim can't answer right now because he's on the phone. <laughs> so, uh, so Chris, you obviously did very well at the weekend. Uh, I did very well on Saturday, definitely. Well, it's still it's still a good showing, mate. And yeah, undefeated on the Saturday, top of Swiss by quite a margin as well. It was yeah, nearly yeah. by it was by over four hundred points. I think you had it was. ridiculous MOV. I was well impressed. Yeah. Um. I guess let's let's touch on your list. No, let's start at the 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 final actually, because then we can talk about your list a little bit more afterwards. Yeah, okay. So, what also, just to let everyone know, the reason Rich isn't here today is that Rich loves the resistance so much he was scared that he'd just talk over Chris, so decided to have a break. <laughs> um, anyway, so let's start on the final. So, in the final, it was a, a very exciting final, actually. I tried to watch some of it. When I, it really when was. I it was a good final. It was really good. Especially that moment where um, it looked like Dash might fly off the board right at the end. Yes. So I'll just, yeah. I'll just quickly go through the list. So you've got Pierre, who had Ahsoka Tano with uh, concussion missiles and vector cannons. Jake, Prockets, vector cannons. And we've got Dash, Jin Erso, perceptive co-pilot, stealth device, and outrider. And expert and... handling. Did I say expert handling? No, you went straight into Jin Erso. Oh, I read it in my head then, because that's what normal people do. <laughs> And um, no, normal people read out loud, Ben. Come on. Sorry, Liam, I can't understand that stupid accent. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, Renato. <laughs> um, and the other player was uh, Renato with Anakin Skywalker in the ETA with Sense Predator R2A6 stealth device. Uh, Obi Wan Kenobi also in the ETA with Sense Predator R5 and stealth device. And then we've got um, Plo with Sense R5 and calibrated laser targeting. So a little bit of a spoiler. We never said it at the start, but the, the dash list one, it was a really interesting final. Um, did You played one of these people, didn't you, Chris? I played both of them. Um, oh, <laughs> yeah, I beat Pierre uh, as my game six on Swiss um, to then go 6-0. Um, and I uh, got beat by Renato at the top 16. In the cup. Oh yeah, it's the evading the uh, Jedi. Yes, you were. Yeah, Obi Wan just 
a bit more colourfully, shall we say. <laughs> and maybe a few working noises involved. <laughs> no, it's Richard say Hayes now. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's so, Bobby Polly. <laughs> they look very similar. <laughs> um, I'm assuming then in a, in your game there was a lot of evades taken. On the ETAs? Yeah. On the Etas, yeah. Uh, yeah, they take an evade. Um, Obi-Wan uh, gave himself, because of his ability normally, was able to get a focus. So he had multiple force, focus, and an evade. And with the stealth device, you're essentially relying on them rolling nothing more than than one bit of paint. Well, not even one bit of paint, one evade mm. um, on four dice and having three blanks for you rolling three hits to actually get a damage through. Yeah, I'm assuming you, you don't get many shots on him either. Like no. Dodging arcs um, and whatnot. And it just happened to be that when I did get multiple shots, he had the tokens in the right order to use. Um, and I just couldn't get past the stealth device on Obi-Wan, no matter how hard I tried. Um, I did get past Anakin's, and Anakin was the only one I killed. I did get half on Plo before he ran away, and then regen <laughs> with the R5. Um, and I just couldn't catch him. Uh, and when I did catch him, uh, once again, it was just one of those where um, everything I tried doing, I just couldn't quite do enough just to push up one bit of damage through. It's a but, patience man list, isn't it? Though you've got to be very patient with that list. It's not a, it's not a list for me. It is, and it's one of those as well. It's, it's, it's really good with the sense on everything, and then with the pre-maneuver reposition on the etters, because oh, even helps. though you try and because you try and catch people out, obviously. In a beef matchup, you've got to try and catch them out because they can reposition anyway. But they already know what you're doing, and then they can reposition in anticipation of knowing what you're going to do to then yeah. either get out of it or get themselves in a better position anyway. Um, so it made it a lot harder. And well, that's one of the reasons for the loss. Yeah, I mean, but you can it... also do that reposition into a sense so they can boost into range one, then sense you for free, and then work off the back of, the, of that as well, can't they? I hate, you probably could have. Um, as it happened, oh, no. he didn't. Um, I've never thought about doing it that way before. Yeah, you can do it. That's filth as well. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's um, it's all the way around. It's it's just a bit brutal. I mean, well flown aces are like beef's um, Achilles' heel, aren't they? Really? Yeah, absolutely. Um, and he was on point all day. Well, to get himself to the final as well. Yeah, he went past some really big. Um, some really interesting lists to get to the final as well. Um, and to get to the top 16, he actually beat a Droid Swarm. So oh, wow. that was a, yeah, that was in the top 32. So that was quite impressive for him to get past that as well. Sorry, I was hiccuping. Um, with the um, the dash list is interesting as well in the final with them uh, vector cannons. Yeah, I'm actually going to go on record to say that that was the hardest dash list I faced on the weekend. All right. Why was that? Um, it was because of the other two ships feeding it extractions, and with it having the expert handling, it then wasn't hamstrung by having a red barrel roll. So although it didn't have the trick shot, which some did, every single dash build, I faced four on Saturday, um, and every single one had different either plus ones or twos in this case, um, or and the dashes were actually built very differently as well. 
but this one with the Ginnus and the Perceptive, Jake would um, vector cannon boost next to it, give it a focus, and then Jake would then run away. Um, Ahsoka would move and then do the coordinate action. And then Dash would then do his normal move and then get his action, or either way around with Ahsoka. So he could have potentially up to three actions a turn with a rotate or a barrel roll or a target lock. It's um, it was quite hard to get actually get anything into Dash then. <clears throat> yeah, I'm still, even though I've seen the Vector cannons do so well, I still I can't I can't give it up. I can't give Jake's barrel roll boost up myself. But, but yeah. And that's, I mean, I'm not top table with it, though, am I? So, you know. Well, I was just going to say that I think the um, the thing is with the vectored cannons is the fact that you are going to be able to sort of do that boost before you move. And because you may not want Jake to go the sort of same direction as what you want Dash to go, it's only a one bank or one forwards, which then obviously triggers his ability. So the way that Pierre was running was, was Jake was very close and to start with. And just doing those small maneuvers, um, so I think I think it was a, a very clever build. And the vectored cannons obviously free, so you still you still you can still do your boost and barrel roll. Uh, you're just doing it in a slightly different order now because you have to do the boost before you move. Well, that's good. I was just double checking, and it is it's a system phase as well, isn't it? So. It is, yeah. And it essentially gives the A wings a one bank or a one straight, mm-hmm. which is a bit crazy in itself. Because normally they do have to go faster. So it just puts them into awkward little places that normally an A-Wing wouldn't get into. And uh, I think a lot of people underestimate the strength of a pre-move reposition. Absolutely. Especially out of it, in the systems phase as well. Because I used to do it a lot with Cad Bane, where I'd go, right, then I'm facing off here. It looks like we're about to chase, and I'd, I'd joust and I'd do a one boost forward, and they'd just go straight into me. I'm like, right, now I do my move. And I've put you in a bad position. So doing it with A-Wings, things that can just zip around. Changing your vector in a systems phase completely opens up your field of movement. Oh, I see what you did there. (laughs) Yeah, I just... Change your vector. Oh, he's been been thinking about that since the start. You know he's had little notes written down. (laughs) The other other really good thing about this build is uh, the lack of stress. Because you do your yeah. your boost in the system phase, you're then generally um, clearing that stress from the boost um, with with a blue maneuver, and then you've got dash um, because of expert handling isn't getting stressed for that barrel roll, um, and has also got outrider. So if if dash goes through obstacles, he can clear stress off as well. Um, so there's very few times that um, he was actually stressed, um, and I, th- I think the way the interaction with outrider and debris works. Um, you can 4K, Dash can 4K through a debris, he ignores the debris, he takes the stress from the 4K and then loses it because he's he's executed a manoeuvre through a debris. I think yeah, he so can actually 4K. 4K over um, any obstacle. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. Generally, you, you, generally you take debris, uh, debris I think. Oh, yeah, yeah, but that, that tricky trick works mm-hmm. on anything. It's the outride side that allows you to clear a red token when you overlap it, right? Yeah, yeah, it's, it's, to do, it's to do with the timing of things, isn't it? Because you get the stress before yeah, you game, fully execute yeah, something like that. Daryl did explain to it, but I've forgotten now. It's game effects before like card effects. So you you gain the stress from the debris or the maneuver before that your ability. So it's other things like um, uh, Corsella uh, with Ray. 
um, doing the yeah. blue maneuver. So even if you're stressed and you go through a debris with Ray, um, you gain that stress from going through the debris, and then Corsa that clears it all because of her ability. Yeah. But if you do get chance, you should definitely go and rewatch this game because it's, I didn't catch all of it, but it was a very exciting final. I mean, seeing um, don't want to spoil anything, but Obi Wan chasing down Dash was really uh, was really interesting. The positional play from most from both players for most of the game was uh, really really impressive, and the situational awareness to keep them both in the game. It was it was right up until the last shot where it could have gone either way. Um, which yeah. says a lot for a final. <laughs> no, it was good. And I'd, like I say, I didn't catch it all either. I'll probably go back and watch it again. Right, so let's move on down. So now we've got is Nicholas Tobin with Tavson, Nicked, Breach. So that's one of the new TIE bombers with Fanatical, uh, Advanced Proton Torpedoes, Electron, Electro Chaff Missiles, uh, Connonets, and then you've got Kylo in the Silencer. With um, extreme maneuvers, sensor scramblers, and ion torpedoes. <clears throat> um, yeah, I don't get. I guess Tavson's just a big block there, isn't he? And there's yeah. like two, two sort of aces as such. I know the bombers are not aces as such, but he's the one you. Is he? You move through people and they get a strain or something. A breach. Yeah. Uh, so breach is if you perform a boost or a maneuver that overlaps an enemy uh, uh, ship, you get a free lock on it. You oh, get right. to acquire a lock. So when you partner that with something That's like Pro Tradition, which obviously uh, he hasn't done in this case, it means you can say like do a three tal a three sloop through someone, get your lock, and then get a, uh, a focus, focus as well. So it's a double yeah. modded talk or something you're throwing at them. Yeah, I'd been playing around with the bombers quite a lot, but I couldn't find anything I particularly liked. I think Breach is the best one if you're yeah. not spamming. He's a lot of fun to fly. Yeah, I haven't tried the higher initiative ones yet. It's interesting as well, then, that we've got the one of the new upgrades on uh, Kylo in the Silences. We've got the the cloaking thing on him. Sense of scramblers. Yeah, so obviously trying to get him into the end game. I'm assuming that's the idea. Uh because you don't get to recloak afterwards, it's more of an early game positioning. Uh, so you can either dive someone when they're not expecting it, because you have to do your decloak. Uh, but it's simply a positioning upgrade. Uh, it really helps you in the early game, I think. You take a lot less damage because you get two extra greens. Uh, but also you can be anywhere on that board. It's so quick with that one. Yeah, so I do like the list. Again, it's probably not one I'd be good at. I'd probably bring it on like a fun night to have a laugh and do awful with it and put it away again. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so we move on down. So we've got Marcel, who has another dash. Yeah, dash as well. <laughs> yeah. Dash, Trickshot, Kanan, K2SO, Outrider. Then we've got Corin Horn with Lone Wolf, Pattern Analyzer, Fire Control, Protons, and R2D2. Um, a region in Corin. Yeah, um, I faced I Marcel on Saturday. Yeah. yeah, he was my game five. Um, and K2SO his oh, is interesting. Yeah, it's because you can K two S O, and then you can just drive over an obstacle and you clear. You, you either do a blue or you drive over an obstacle and you clear your stress straight away. So yeah. it's essentially a force upgrade. But it does 
it does kind of um uh can't think of the word it does kind of um it limits your dial a little bit doesn't it, it limits your dial and it um once shows, you see it one time you know what's gonna yeah. happen yeah and you kind of have an idea of where he's going to go then as well because you can go okay a blue maneuver isn't gonna make sense there he's going to aim for that rock well, or, but he can still do a white maneuver with Kanan, can't he? And, then, uh, and he can, yeah, he can do it with Kanan. So it's just, yeah. So actually, he has got all the options there still. It's just which one would he rather have more mods, or would he actually rather spend that force? So it, it does. It maybe helps you make a judgment call on where he's going to go. But I'm, I'm just out of so, curiosity. Did uh, how, how well did Corin play? Did, did you get much use out of it, or did you just sort of melt? Corin was the first one to go. Um, he he didn't roll. Uh, he didn't have any green tokens, which didn't help him. Um, but he rolled triple blanks twice. Oh, oof! On Corin, <laughs> um, or enough times that to make it count. Basically, he regen once when he wishes. Actually, then he didn't because he had a shot. Um, yeah. and uh, I managed to pin him in with most of my list, where I looked like I was going in on dash. Um, but then actually went all in on Corrin. I gave him a bit of a double bluff, I think. Um, and then I got lucky and pinned Corrin down. And then uh, Kaz got a kill shot on Corrin to deny him a re, um, to nice. deny him a initiative zero double tap onto yeah. Poe, which probably would have actually killed Poe, <laughs> uh, or at least got him halved anyway. Um, so Kaz was uh, doing janitor work again and cleaning up. So. It always makes me sad that not to see Corin do as well because it was nice that he used to do. He used to do okay in one point. Certain people did well with him. Yeah, so he, he was he was a bit relevant, but he just he's just a, sh- a shadow of his former self, isn't he? Marcel did say to me a... that up until that point, um, Dash had been the first one to die, and then Corin was then going around cleaning up. Yeah, um, and was then that was the one that was winning in the games. So I knew that I couldn't have an end game with. Corin running around, um, yeah. and I knew I couldn't afford him to get his any torpedoes off, and I didn't allow any either of those to happen. So I got <laughs> got my game plan off. I think what were you trying to say, Liam? Say, so, uh, go back to the Corin point. I know in one point was it Nathan Ides just go to ship? He'd yeah, just build the list around that. He'd basically uh, have a Corin on, and then decide after that. Yeah, uh, two point oh. They're definitely not as uh, prevalent. But I think that's because of the price point. Uh, it's a solid ship. I mean, I've used him once. I wasn't a fan, but I'm guessing in the right hands, it'll do a lot of damage to a lot of people. I think the the biggest problem with the wings is the linked actions. It is, yeah. Well, the, that, that's I was say, the, yeah. The interesting thing we've got since the new points update is the tech slot. Um, so I I played against a um, I think a rogue squadron um, with a pattern analyzer, much like this Corrin Horn. And I think because E-Wings tend to want, a bit like Defenders, just go like forwards and backwards because that's where all their blues are. Um, but if you give them Pattern Analyzer, it gives them a few more options with the sloop and still being able to do the actions. And then um, he's got, with R2-D2, uh, with, I think, does he get uh, Disarm for the regen? Yeah. Um, so he, he, does, he yeah. can also do his double tap, takes a Disarm, and then he can also regen on that turn as well. And then he loses both those Disarms at the end of the turn. Yeah, you get the regen. Um, you get the um, weapons disabled the following turn, don't you? With his double tap. Yeah, yeah. You regen that next. Yeah. But with the regen, um, I guess it allows you to use him as a bit of a bruiser. 
as opposed yeah, to in, as an alpha? Well, I think like if Chris says Elsimar Souls using it as an end game piece, it's not so much the bruiser. It's because he will occasionally take damage, and if you can also regen him because he's got what three health, three shield, so yeah, it's yes, quite yeah. easy to get him over half again. Um, yeah, so I, I could. I think it was a shame because I saw. I think I saw him play Pierre in the semi final, and yep. I mean Pierre's dice were hot. But Pierre got some great blocks in, and I think he just he got Jake to block Corrin, and then like everything shot into Corrin, and yeah, he was maybe not dead, but he was you know into hole. I think it was on one hole at that after that yeah. sort of turn, limping away. Yeah, and that's it. And like um, once Corrin had gone down, it was then um, Pierre's dash and Ahsoka and Jake versus Marcel's dash, and Marcel's dash was just not as good. Um, I, you know, I, I get what he's doing with the, the K2SO and, um, but he always seemed just to have two like single mods or it have the, the yeah. calculate the focus or calculate target lock and force. Whereas then, uh, Pierre's dash was like focus, evade, target lock, barrel roll, you know, yeah. just that, that, that other dash was just doing so much more for an extra, um, uh, one, one less Marcel was one point more. Yeah, so his was one hundred and seven, and the other one was one hundred and six. But in Marcel's list, you wouldn't make. I don't think the other one would work as well. No. In in with Corrin because no. it needs the extractions being fed uh, to it. Absolutely, yeah. yeah, absolutely. So it's it's how you build, and I think that's pretty much sums up how you build Dash. You've got to have a plan with Dash in mind. I mean, essentially, um, the the winning list is essentially a dash list with support. Yeah, you know, dash is there to deal out a load of damage. I know the the other two can, like Jake's got prockets and there's a concussion missiles, but da- dash is there. Dash is your ship. The others, if they get a good shot, it's just gravy. Yeah, yeah. So I'm going to get this wrong again, but Sven Punga. Sorry if it's wrong. Awful at names. Can't even get people I know his names right. Um, so he's got the classic um, Ray with Rose, Tycho, Finn, and the Falcon title. And you've got ZZ with Prockets. And then is that Commander Poe? Is Commander Poe 66? Uh, Commander Poe is 55. So, so I think I that's, think... that's Black Poe. That's, that's, that's proper Poe, I think. Yeah. It's good Poe. Um, that's debatable. You it's didn't win. Different, different, different pose for different matters. <laughs> Who, which no, pose did better? Well, on Saturday, my pose did. No, no for all. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, you, you've just got two really heavy hitting ships. Well, three yeah. if the targets go off. Um, I think we can just scan over that one. There's, it's a list we've seen before. Yeah. Ray's Obviously, well, well done to him. He's average. done a good job. What'd you say, mate? Raise average. Yeah. I mean, she hits like a truck, isn't it? That's what she's there for. That's budget, Ray, though. So it punches a little bit above what it needs to. Yeah. I mean, With the fin there, it makes a bit of a difference. Um, I, I'd actually written a list. Um, so one of the lists I was considering was the, the, the sort of the, the standard Ray. So you'd have... Um, I, mean, I had stealth device. I had course seller um, on on as well, but I didn't have. I don't think I had the. Pro- I didn't have prockets on ZZ, and I took uh, commander Poe. Um, that was the list I was looking at, and that Ray Ray would just be a bit 
would hit a bit harder, eventually. You've done well with that list before, though, haven't you? That's mm-hmm. the thought of list. Yeah. I think, I think Commander Poe could be interesting in that list, because if you had, say, ZZ with Prockets, you can essentially um, let ZZ take, obviously, the target lock as well as the focus. Yeah. Um, wouldn't be able to boost, because you're getting... Can't, the second action either way is, is red. Uh, but you know, I think it's could, uh, you could give you, uh, could, you could target lock then focus boost. No, no, because the second action from the extra action from Commander Poe is red. Oh, is it? But then you wouldn't be able to boost off that. It's not. It's not an extra action. It's not like coordinate. It's after a ship performs an action, Poe can spend his two charge for them to do an extra action. But count it as red. I think that's right, isn't it, Chris? Yeah, it is. I'm just reading it now. Yeah, there's you. Yeah. Okay, it's not quite as good as I thought it was. It's still good, though. It's not coordinate, but it is still it is just good. Um, yeah, yeah. Because if someone else actually could do better with the actions, or if Poe's doing a red maneuver anyway, you might as well allow the ability to go to someone else, which I did a couple of times. Yeah, and like you know, like if Ray can take a target lock without having to use Rose, um then suddenly that extra dice you're adding from from Finn, you're not having to spend the blank to get a target lock. And you can roll, re-roll that with, with the extra action. And then any any misses, you can still take another target lock anyway. Yep, or you, you use uh, raise force to turn those into hits. It's mm. yeah, it's, I think you know, there, there's, there's a bit more action economy there that, that's quite uh, helpful. Um, and yeah, just getting the prockets double-modded, because that's always the problem with an A-wing, um, is that... Getting the focus is the easy part. It's it's the, yeah. tar- it's the target lock's a tough one, and yeah. whenever whenever you fire a procket without a target lock, you know you're just praying to the dice gods. Yeah, but when you do get it, you feel like you're a god. <laughs> uh, credit to Sven; he went six zero on Saturday as well. Yeah, that's good. So to so, go undefeated, uh, you have to have Poe. That's that's where people are going wrong. Apparently so. <laughs> Right, this next one is um, Maxim. I can't even say I'm giving up. But it's a really interesting list because it's got Kestel in it. So we've got Lieutenant Kestel with an ion turret and barrage rockets. Um, You've got Fifth Brother with homing missiles, Seventh Sister, fire control. And you've got Jendon with uh, jamming beam, palp, and the shuttle title, which is after you coordinate, you can take a lock. I think that's right anyway. Yeah. Uh, so, Jendon is he? No, no, the title. Charge. Oh, the title. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, Kestel is a little filthy nag. Yeah. So basically, if he still has a focus after rolling dice, he can get rid of your blanks and focuses. Yeah. So that barrage rockets can be nasty, especially because barrage rockets does have a a semi built in um, reroll mechanic, doesn't it? It does, yeah. I but really he, like should that be, he should have a, a target lock anyway. Yeah, he would do point. normally. Yeah, yeah, fair. So he spends his target lock in the best case scenario to get three hits. Uh, and then if you don't roll three natural evades, uh, if you roll the average, which is one evade, one blank, and one focus, you're ioned because he'll spend his focus. And uh, you're done then. It just allows, it, it allows you to uh, capitalize on a, a nice little control mechanic you've got going on as well and i suppose he's got palp there to spend so he can really hold on to that um focus yeah yeah i really like that 
I, I like that list actually. It's, it's, it's very, it's very, um, it's sort of a building on drum that people used to fly, uh, Jendon and the Three Inquisitors. Yes, it's like a more sort of a more more interesting version of that. I might even try that. It looks fun. <laughs> you got an aggressor? They look thirty quid now, aren't they? I've got three. Oh, I've got two. I actually got one recently off column for £10. Bargain. I know. I wouldn't tell him how much they're actually worth. It's not, it's not like I'm going to sell it, am I? I'm a hood. I've got three um, three gunboats just sat there. Are they any loft <laughs> as well? <laughs> no, they're in my X-Wing area. <laughs> <laughs> I say in my, um, it's still got all my 1.0 stuff in the loft. I can't bear to get rid of it yet. And like literally everything, bases, tokens, cards, everything. Anyway, next list. So we've got Casper's, uh, who's got a nice little rebel list. I think Tom might have flown something similar to this against Ollie the other day. Um, so it's 10 num with the um, config. Oh, right. Braylon with the config. Then you've got um, Dutch with an ion turret, top, ion tops, R3, and then munition failsafe. And then Garvin in the X-wing. It's a bit, bit sort of seeing a lot of this four-ship rebel resistance sort of thing at the moment, aren't we? Um, yeah, yeah. There's a lot of it around. Um, the previous weekend at the uh, Kerno Cup, I used a rebel four-ship, um, but I came up a resistance four-ship, and there was no way I could. They're both jousting lists, and I don't think there was actually a feasible way where I could win that joust. Uh, hence why I went with the, the resistance in the end. Yeah. Um, and so I think that if I had come across this, which would have been my next round, uh, if I'd beat the Jedi, um, I felt quite confident coming into this matchup. Yeah. So a lot of my stuff's got two agility. I've got rerolls like they've got rerolls. I've got near enough for the same health because they're on eight, I'm on seven. But I think I'd be more resilient. So I'd actually feel quite confident in that list matchup. Yeah, you'd put some damage through, wouldn't you? Because the. B-Wing's only having one. Yeah. It does look like we're, uh, we might be heading back towards a beefier meta. Yeah, it does seem that way. Mm. Uh, beef and Dash, and then I think Aces are going to come back. Yeah. Uh, they're going to come back in the same sort of vein as what we saw earlier with Sense and things like that, and just where instead of having an 18-point bid that that list used to have, he just bought three copies of Sense. Yeah. It's just um, more points, isn't it? Just, yeah, um, to spend to the 200. Because that was important this weekend, was uh, the rules that this event runs under. Yeah, it was a random player order, weren't it? Random player order. Um, one person yeah. rolls a dice. If you roll hit, you go first. And if you yeah. roll a miss, that person goes first. I've, I mean, I've been playing that locally just to try and get used to it. Um, I'm, I'm okay with it at the moment. But yeah. We'll see how things pan out. But, you know, saying that with the sense on the aces, maybe that was a better idea than just than the bid anyway, even with well, the bid in place. I think so, yeah, because I think it actually gave more information to make better, or on that list anyway, because you can do the um, system phase repositions. I think it works better because then you can combine it with your system phase repositions. Yeah. But anyway, sorry, we digressed again. Yeah, it, it's just that it would be interesting... If someone could figure out if it was actually 
more viable beforehand. And now we've just pointed it out, so it's obvious. <laughs> uh, anyway, so we've got uh, Matthew Wilson, who's got three Jedi Knights with Delta 7B. Then you've got Plo with Compassion and Calibrated Laser. I don't have a clue what Compassion is. Anyone? Um, um, no, but if you bear with me. That was <laughs> stealing damage, because I played this guy in round four on Saturday. Oh, what is that? The, <laughs> is that like the mallet? Is it the Malice counterpart? Yes. Yeah, yeah. this is the good one. Is so it? you can suck damage what? away. It's I the good know. one. You can cancel a No, sorry, cancel it's the good pilot. side. It's the... Yeah, you cancel a pilot crit. Oh, suck, I know suck, what he means. Suffer damage. Yeah. No, he means it's the good, the light side one. Yeah, yeah, for the good guys, oh, right, not okay. the bad guys. I was going to say, because I'm, I'm surprised to see it, to be honest. Um just um, re- rereading it. You played it, so you know. It's probably Yeah, he didn't use it. It's probably also to take him 200 points, isn't it? Because um, obviously the GSP events are using the new uh, points deficit and random, yeah. random first player. Yeah, because I can't imagine you wanting to take damage on Plow. Maybe not, but possibly t- may- maybe taking a face-down damage card v- rather than taking a pilot crit on one of the the Jedi. Yeah. Because I think you get you see the card, don't you? Because you flip the card to see if it's a pilot crit. Um, so if it, depending on yeah. what the pilot yeah, crit is. Yeah, because you need to know if it's a pilot crit, don't yeah. you, before you can decide to do it. Yeah, and so if you if it, if situationally it's a really bad crit and Plo is currently undamaged, you can afford to take a damage card on Plo. Mm. Yeah, fair. I mean, it's funny. Yeah. I actually, I lost a game on Thursday because I forgot to use selfless on my dash. <laughs> yeah, and I took it, took the crit anyway. But right, anyway, so that that was top eight. We're not going to go through all the. I think it was a top. 30, was it top thirty-two or top thirty? It was a top thirty-two. Top thirty-two. Um, so we... and the Republic player was actually uh, four and two. He just squeaked in. So, oh wow! <laughs> yeah. So he did well to go all the way to the end. And we've just so happened to end on a on a Mr. Burnett. So do you want to tell us your list, Chris? Because I know Rich is very excited about this. Yeah. Um, so I went with, um, as I've kind of alluded to, four ship resistance. And so I had Commander Poe, which is the cheaper one. Um, they can use his action to give someone else another action. Or he's got two charges. So either him or someone to range two of him can uh, have an extraction at their action step um, to basically give him it's a double modded X-Wing and then you've got uh, Red Squadron Expert with R68 which caught a few people out because it's a droid lot, not a lot of people have seen and it's a, you get a reroll for every ship at range 0 to 3 that has the target that you're shooting at in their bullseye as well um, so you can get rerolls. You're spotting a theme here, probably. Um, <laughs> and you get Jess Parver, um, who does Jess Parver things and can get re-rolls as long as she's got people around her. Um, but then Jess had the M98 uh, droid, so which would then target lock Kaz in the fireball um, because then that gave Kaz a re-roll. And Kaz then had R5, so he could get rid of the damage card right at the beginning and then have one regen as well. So obviously, if anyone hasn't spotted it, there is a little theme in this list, isn't there? Yeah, it's, everyone's got double mods. mods. <laughs> yeah. So I take I like it this. 
Yeah, I like this as well, actually. Which I'm just sad a... about because I said Commander Poe was pants. Yeah, <laughs> it's just efficient double mods. Um, and on the initial engagement, if you get it right, um, you can just you, you can remove ships a turn. Um, I faced a person who was using arcs. I was able to remove an arc a turn. Oh god! Um, and it just it was brutal. And then especially against dashes, I faced four. Um, and one of the dash lists had a Lebo with him, and another one had Han. And it's all large bases, so I can get more bullseyes lining up. So I'm triggering my bullseye abilities more. And it was just it's just savage. It's just quite brutal with the amount of rerolls you can get. You're quite reliably getting your attack dice through. And then being T70s and stuff, they're quite resilient. Kaz is more resilient because, especially as the way the metals seem to be going, his ability is active for longer. And so what's his, he's. What's his ability for anyone who doesn't know? Yeah, it's. Um, like me. Yes. <laughs> Let me find the exact wording a second. Um, I don't think I've ever used my fireball. Kaz is brilliant. Oh, I love Kaz. It's a great ship. It's funny. It is. No, no go for it. Say, say it. I'm still finding it. Say. Oh, sorry, mate. Everyone's it is. <laughs> While you defend or perform a primary attack, if the enemy ship's initiative is higher than the number of damage cards you have, you may roll one additional dice. Ah, so a lot of the time you're 3-3 three, three then, aren't you? Yeah, essentially. And what initiative is he, by the way? He's initiative 4. Oh, right. So you're juggling... A few additional initiatives there, aren't you? But yeah, um, I'm assuming you start off as a block, do you? And then yeah, I I was. Um, you then... don't have to. I mean, um, sounds like a good idea after you went undefeated through Swiss. Well, yeah, there was that. <laughs> the only time I haven't so far is when I faced a resistance Han, and oh, so yeah. I just put one of the ships out to the other side of my deployment zone just to block him flanking me there. <laughs> so uh, as a deterrent. That is a cheeky little list. I like that list. I've been meaning to try that. It's it's good. Um, yeah, I've seen a few people using it now on the uh, Resist Tank Discord. They're all over it. So it's it's not for me though. It's not my kind of playstyle that I excel with. So I'm going to leave it for a minute. Yeah, I mean, you did well with like Ray and um, Venny as well, though, didn't you? So yeah, well, they're jousters, really, aren't they? Yeah. Um, you, so. you have done well with B for especially X wings and B wings, haven't you? Yeah, exactly. And that was definitely what you know. Other highest success really came with. So, I mean, you uh, you did all right the Sith Taker open as well. I mean, I know you won one game just because you diced your opponent, but uh, that was Ray and Venny, right? Yeah, I used Ray and Venny that day. Yeah, actually, Chris, <laughs> Chris probably could have knocked me out of the uh, the cup. If yeah, I didn't roll too many dice because yeah. I rolled I rolled too many dice and blanked out and died, and then yeah. Tim Tim pointed out next to me, oh you're actually strained. I went, oh, so you have to roll it back and re-roll them, and then I rolled three natties and survived. Yeah, cool fix. Sift takers helping sift takers. Look, look, um, do we nearly need to talk about your last event? <laughs> where, what do you mean? The, the guy who made the trophy didn't even have to bring it because he took it home with him. <laughs> well, that's that's a whole different that's a whole different conversation. That's, that's something else, yeah. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. <laughs> no, that but yeah, a fun, so fun game though. It was, yeah, um, yeah, that was a good game. Um, but I'm glad I didn't bring Rain Venny this weekend. I nearly did because <laughs> that's actually gone down in price. Um, 
was like, no, this is going to be better. So, so. A, a quick glance, just sort of scanning back over the um, the rest of the list that popped into the top eight. Um, it's only sort of the the second place that you probably really didn't want to see. Maybe yeah, that really. Im- maybe that imperial list would have been a bit above a fire. <clears throat> yeah, um, there might have been. Um, the, the rest, you seem like you'd have a pretty good go into. To be fair, yeah. Well, the, um, well, I played three of them, and I beat them the day before. So, <laughs> um, not trying to be so lot... okay, but yeah. No, it's what happened, mate. So I like a list that has the durability to run either as a block or as individual pieces. Well, yeah. that's what I did as well. I split up um, like one of the games the day before where I played against one of the Dash players when he had Dash in hand. Um, Poe went complete Lone Ranger and just went and hassled and chased chased uh, Dash until Dash ran then in front of the rest of the other three. And uh, Kaz yeah. with his one hard, um, which was crucial in actually quite a few games, the one hard on the uh, fireball, um, got the block in, which then meant he couldn't escape and then it was just hand, then I had to chase down, which is really annoying with an evade <laughs> and re-rolls and re-rolls. And it just, an R2-D2, and it just lasts forever. Just out of curiosity, um, how often did you use Poe's ability on anyone other than Poe? Um, probably quite, quite a few times. Not necessarily every game, but some games more than once. Um, it just depended on the situation at the time. I can't remember exact my exact moments. Um apart from one where I uh against Marcel actually, I gave um the Red Squadron a focus and a boost. And Marcel's like, Whoa, how how are you doing that? I was like, because of Poe. Um and because it was within range two. Um which caught him out and he didn't expect the X Wing to be in the position it was. I bet no one expected that when that happens because you just forget that he can do it. You just think, ah, oh, Poe, double actions. <laughs> yeah, and that was it. Um, I did it with Kaz once as well with a regen and then taking a focus. <laughs> I was actually, my next question was about Kaz. Um, did you ever use the slam mode or was that? I did actually, is yeah. Is there some way you can slam and still shoot or something? You can if you've got a damage card and you want to risk flipping it, which I never did. I never activated the fireball ability to do it, but I did actually use slam. Oh, wow. um, because there were some games where, because of the positioning, he got he was a bit behind, and because he can't three hard and he hasn't got boost, I ended up did I ended up actually using him in ways where I had to slam him a couple of times. But I did also do a three speed move into a talent roll as well <laughs> at one point, um, nice. which was a uh, was quite dirty. So. Just, just to set him up to go behind him or something like yeah, that. Yeah, and just to set him up to go then in the right direction for the following turn. I suppose he can be very unpredictable then being able to do that. Yeah, absolutely. I really don't know the fireball dial. I don't think like I said it's, um, I don't think I've it's really good actually used it. It's limited on blues, but it's it's quite a good dial. The ship looks cool as well. <laughs> it's always a bonus. Yeah. Definitely. The new, all the new, a lot of the new sculpts. I can't think of any of them that they've done a bad. To be fair, and to be honest, because it was a fireball, I think that was one of the contributing factors to maybe people underestimating the list. Oh, it's got a fireball in. Um, I think that's one of the reasons why maybe, I, well, it was one of the reasons why I was picked for GSP to go on the stream, um, because it was uh, when I was against Lebo and Dash. So like, we've got a game for you, and it's got a fireball and Lebo, and that just <laughs> kind of threw everyone off because they were like, what? 
what is going yes, on. So no um, one expects it to be a three-three ship most of the game. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and he was. Um, he only got damaged in three games. <laughs> I mean, you, you obviously not many of your ships got damaged because of your MOV. No, they um, didn't. No, I think you only dropped. It was like a hundred and something, was it? Hundred eighty odd points, I think it was. Yeah, that's ridiculous. Over a, was it six games, weren't it? Yeah, yeah. That's absolute madness. You should be very proud of yourself, mate. No, it's good. Thank you. Even though you know you're still top sixteen in, in how many people was in it? It's quite a big event. Uh, this one was actually one of the bigger population one. Um, actually, playing was a I think it was 150, 155, something like that. Something like that, yeah. Yeah, 156. It was. Okay. It's, it's a good show in that, mate. Is, especially yeah. if you look at GSP recently, they've kind of tailed off with their attendance, uh, yeah. especially with uh, in-person play returning. So, yeah, 153 isn't a small number in any uh, any form of tournament. So, absolutely fair play to you. But yeah, oh, as soon as I saw you'd gone six and zero, I was proper chuffed for you. Yeah, I was yeah, as well. I think I think we all messaged, didn't we? Yeah, you did. Yeah, yeah, and I appreciate it all. Um, I, I, I was think- quite humbled. Uh, I did think really it was awesome. funny because we were all chatting a couple of days ago about who was going to play in um, Scarif, and I've, and you were like, "Oh, I've left it to the last one to try and get my uh, ticket to." I can't remember what the final's called. It's, you just uh, sort of de- decided, "Ah, oh, sack it! I'll just go in and smash it, top Swiss." <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the first one I enter, just to guarantee I've got it. <laughs> I know I've got a conundrum on that weekend now, though. Um, depending on how well I do, because I've actually got a tournament in real life on the Sunday. You'd be fine. So, it's both. What is the time zone? It's Central America, so you don't start till three o'clock in the afternoon. <laughs> um. So if I go to all six rounds and I'm doing well, obviously it's going to be gone one o'clock in the morning. What's the event you're playing in the real life one? It's the uh, Curtain Curtain Games All Stars. Oh, that's the one. You, the other one you were qualifying for, weren't it? It was, yeah, that I won isn't, on that isn't one. The All-Stars yeah. Brit was just a standard day because there's like, what, four people in curtain? They're all been it. <laughs> no, 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 no. No, the no. are in uh, Cornwall. Le- um, None of them have won qualified. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I'm the only one who qualified, so. Where's curtain? Curtain's in Crediton, in Devon. And it's oh, actually Devon, the nearest. Cornwall. Tomato, it's the nearest tomato. game store. How close is tomato, it to you? Tomato. I know it's ridiculous. It's an hour and a half. It's near enough 100 miles. Oh, my word. That's awful. I know. Have you thought about setting up your own game shop? Um, no, but there's a new guy in the squadron um, who's recently joined. and uh, Actually, Chris's cousin. <laughs> no, no, he's called Sam. Um, Sam he joins the, he, no, he joins the many Sams that are in the squadron now. I think we've got like four or five Sams. It's quite ridiculous. <laughs> um, and... Uh, He's got some stuff. Um, he's a part of a. They run stores in Truro. Uh, they've got a. It's called Happy Brana, and then they've got a garden one next door to it. And then they're actually going to be opening up a gaming, a gaming kind of store uh, next year. Oh, that's cool. so that's it's in the pipeline. That's good news. So yeah, it's cool. yeah. especially with uh, like news yeah. of uh, little game stores closing down. It's nice to hear stories of them opening up. Yeah, definitely. Um, so that's going to be good. I think it'd be good for Cornwall to get um, a game store that actually supports the game going yeah, again. So. You can't buy it. Can't actually buy anything from anywhere near you either, can? You? 
You have to order um, online. Yeah, no, order online. Um, Curtain is the nearest to uh, pre-orders and things like that as well. So that's that's what you get for living somewhere nice. It is, but you don't get nice um, things. <laughs> I know I've mentioned Curtain a few times now, but Curtain have been great to uh, the whole squadron on the whole. They've supported all our events that we've done as well with prizing and um, things like that as well. So last weekend, especially at the uh, Kerno Cup, they helped and uh, um, donated some prizes as well. So there's a good relationship. Doing that next year as well. I would have um, liked to have come this time. It just didn't line up right. Yeah, well, we'll be doing two. We got the Tin Cup, and we'll be doing the uh, Koenig again as well. Oh, they both sound interesting now. I don't know which one I fancy now. You've put a spanner in my works. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm trying to get down there as well, to be honest. Maybe road trip it. Yeah, you have to come down twice. Just uh, don't travel on a bank holiday on the school holidays weekend. <laughs> oh, will it take us <laughs> 10 hours? <laughs> yeah, I'd have given up, man. I'd suck it. I'm going home. You might be better off flying to Nuki, to be honest. <laughs> Fly down. Oh my word! Right, before we can see it on the way up. The timing just didn't work. Before we just move on, to, I've got some questions to ask you afterwards. Yeah, sorry, go for it. No, it's alright because Rich isn't here. I've got to try and remember him. Just, just going to give Tim his chance to say anything he wants to say because Tim also played. Um, he played a list that he'd never really flown before. He just decided that he was going to fly the Jedi. Yeah, I mean, I, I had the luxury of uh, already qualifying for Alderaan. Humble brag, yeah, okay. Yeah, so um, uh, <laughs> yeah, so well, since the point, well, since the points update, I've been experimenting with different lists, and nothing's kind of really grabbed me. So um, I, I was quite undecided. Uh, I only bought my ticket like the day before the event, and in the end, I submitted a list that beat me a week or two previous. Um, so I played Timo Hetzel in the um, Sif Taker League. <laughs> And uh, he ran um, Anakin, Ayla, and Obi-Wan all in their ETAs, all with Predator, and Luminara in um, the CLT and with Patience. Um, so it was um, a very interesting list. I've, I'm obviously more of a swarmy beef, or I was a large ship pl- uh, player. Um, so I fancy just sort of uh, put myself out of my comfort zone, actually flying aces for the weekend. And I've never flown the ETAs before. And yeah, their system phase shenanigans. Um, I played uh, two or three FO lists with the new bomber. And so it was like looking into the matrix because I knew that they could drop bombs and uh, system phase boost in either order. They knew that I could system phase either boost or barrel roll. And uh, there's one game where like, I chose not to system phase boost because i was between rocks he chose he did drop a proximity mine just missed me um but my maneuver still went onto the mine yeah it was crazy crazy day but um no really enjoyed the list um one three lost three uh managed to get another uh top eight faction badge um so what position was that in it Oh, okay, mate. Oh, yeah. Don't do me wrong. I, oh, I, yeah. I, yeah, I, I, I didn't, I didn't rock the world. Um, I, I'm, I was just about to say, didn't, didn't you not keep some tin fellow out or something? I remember. Yeah, appar- apparently, um, <laughs> apparently, uh, Sean was just below me. I think he was actually uh, only like four places below me as well. It was really close. <laughs> um, I think I was like right at the bottom of the three and threes because I got absolutely battered in a couple of games. Um, but Sean also did quite well on the two and fours. Um, yeah, you're the very bottom three and three. Yeah, yeah, like, and I fully expected that. Like, um, 
uh, I played a couple of games where, like, um, I think there's one that only lost by like a, a margin of, like, say, twenty or thirty. But there's a couple of games where I lost like two hundred twenty-four or something like, that. Um, because. Although I've got four ships in this list, I haven't got the toys like the stealth devices to keep them alive. And yeah. I mean, like the first two games, Anakin died from two shots, basically. Um, oh, that's not good. Yeah, well, it, it happens. And you know, that was a bit of my inexperience, perhaps putting him in the wrong position. And I, I learned a lot of the, about the list over the course of the day. I had no practice games with this list when I went into the event. Um, as I say, having never flown the ETAs before game one as well. Um, I didn't really know how to use them, but come game five, game six, so like game six, I played at Adam James with that Dash Lebo list. And yeah, yeah. although I lost the game, uh, it was like super close for ages. And uh, you know, I got to the point where Anakin was, you know, doing the purple talon roll so that he landed in range one so he could clear Dash's target lock and blah, 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 blah. You know, and it's all, you know, learning how to use the triggers, you know, is Anakin within range three of Obi Wan? Right, Obi Wan can spend a force. Anakin gets a focus. Anakin will then, you know, either reposition again or will take an evade. Um, but those little tricks didn't really sort of. I didn't really get used to it until it was sort of too late as such. Um, Luminara was great. Uh, I actually had a good chat with Timo um, after the event as well, and uh, like in the dash. Lebo game. Um I lost um I I bumped Obi-Wan and, and lost him quite early. Um but I was able to hold on into that game purely because Luminara was able to uh, modify his attack dice. Like against Lebo, because there's only a calculator, there's no focus, I could roll one of those hits down to an eyeball and basically saving like one damage from each shot. Um, and I actually used it against Dash to normally to roll down a crit to an eye, uh, to a hit. So if it did sneak through, I was only taking a damage card, not a crit. Um, nice. So yeah, no, I really enjoyed it. Um, I'd be tempted to fly it again. Um, you know, having sort of a bit more practice. Um, I did say when I, mean, I chatted to Team afterwards. Um, I just don't think they do enough damage. Um, Predator doesn't give you enough, I think, because um, you need to get that bullseye roll three or four red dice and then it's because they have to spend a force to do target lock actions so you, you you end up spending one so if you reposition you spend a force then if you spend a force to a target lock you've then only got one force left to modify your attack dice or to use in defense um so i don't think there was quite enough there for the list to, to possibly excel but it's very Needs speed to speak to Renata, then. I'm going to say semi finalist says otherwise. Yeah, but yeah, his, yeah, yeah, um, yeah, but his list was different. So, so he was three ships, wasn't he? Because he had more toys. Yeah. yeah. So, um, you know, he had the stealth devices. He had sense on all three. Um, yeah. So, so he was getting shot less often. When he was getting shot, he was rolling more green dice. Um, so, it's a very different way of playing. Like. His Jedi would. He design. never took a target lock. You know, absolutely. But his his, in a way, he he he's a much better ace player because he's he's playing the game where I just need to win by scoring one more MOV than you. I don't need to win the game two hundred nil or whatever. No, you know, and I'm yeah, I'm a beef swarm player, which tends to be 
you know it's i'm going out to to like wipe all your ships out um yeah you know and it's a very different way of playing with the ace game he's got re- he's got regen as well hasn't he with the r5s he did yeah um what's the r2 a6 do uh, so that can change your okay. so yeah you can do your your system phase um pre-action you can move which then you can change to a different speed it's just ridiculous the amount of options where that could be so yeah so so he's got he's he's tankier reposition after that as well uh, yeah he's t- he's tankier and he's got the regen um so he can yeah. potentially you know if he does suffer that one bad shot which takes another one hole hey i'll regen myself above half points um interestingly like it's the first list i've taken since the new new sort of points or or since the obviously the um uh changes that amg are saying like how, how can i come with random first player and I, I actually felt that random first player, I didn't like it as an ace player. I mean, I don't know how other people are finding it, but like for for my my aces this this weekend, walking into some games where it was massive who was first player, and just you know, I I actually lost the role two or three times, and I would have preferred to have gone the other way. Um, whereas not being able to tactically perhaps build a bid into my list. Um, I found to be quite um, interesting and not sure I, I liked it really. Horses for courses, I guess. It, yeah, going on that, um, there was quite a few um, I, against two of the Republic lists I faced. They had the Initiative 3, 7Bs. And one of the lists I went first and one of them I went second. And it was one where I was going second where he couldn't then double reposition around me. That yeah. definitely made things easier for me. Whereas in the second one, where I was going first, his initiative threes might as well have been initiative sixes, um, because of well, compared to my initiative threes anyway, um, because of the double reposition that they could do, and then it was a lot harder to a get bullseyes on them, um, and then b just pin them down and keep them in arc. So, yeah, I can totally see where you're coming from. Yeah, and like it, it really mattered in some of the matchups. So I played a couple of breaches. The breach was uh, pilot skill five as well as as Obi Wan and and Ayla. and the system phase is still done on uh, pilot skill order. So who got to reposition first and and or drop bombs in breaches? Case, of course, all came down to pilot skill, and you know there was games where I was able to dodge out of the way with the bomb drop, and games when I wasn't. Um, uh yeah so i mean i don't know i'm not sure I've, i'm a massive fan of it um yeah i suppose that's where this um the semi-finalist list with the sense comes into it a bit as well yeah oh no then you can yeah, help yeah. kind of control that yeah absolutely i mean that's it so i had luminara who was a four but she was she's an integral part of this particular build because she's like your defensive uh aid um she's not there uh, the CLT, if she gets a bullseye shot, great, that's a bonus. But generally, she was going into every engagement. Uh, if she wasn't fully charged, she would just patience. She had a had a shot because she was there to uh, you know weaken my opponent's attacks, um, and did a really good job of it. Um, yeah, I mean. I think uh I mean I think we'd probably have to speak to other sort of ace players and see how they found the change. Um yeah. I certainly found that the five uh pilot skill five is very crowded. 
there's an awful lot yeah, of this. Definitely. You know, you've got your dashes, you've got your, you know, there's, there's, there's loads of Jedi, there's lots of FOACs, um, you've got Luke, you've got, um, you know, there's the uh, Resistance uh, A-Wings and uh, Ray. so five very yep. crowded. Uh, and if, you know, if you need to go second, um, yeah, it's, it's tough ones. So you have to come up with other tricks like sense or some other mechanic to perhaps help you around that. I'm surprised we haven't seen more of the uh, um, <clears throat> sorry, uh, passive senses Vader with this random player order. Yes, so, he might come back now. Um, it's just what you pair with Vader, I suppose, isn't it? Um, yeah. Because the, the typical aces that he would have had before maybe suffer more, like Whisper hasn't necessarily got the tools to be able to deal with it as easily um, yeah, and other okay. things if you're going first. So it's it's how you build that list, isn't it? I think Passive Sensors Vader will still be good. Um, there was a uh, Defender Vader that made it into the top 32 as well. I think um, he's underrated Defender Vader. Yeah, he's I think so it was much a double Defender. What was that, someone one at a time? Oh, he's so much fun to fly, Defender yeah. Vader. And he can, he just, it's surprising how long it can last. Oh, definitely. But anyway, we're waffling a little bit. So, because Rich isn't we're doing here, Rich. <laughs> no, because we're not talking about resistance. <laughs> um, anyway, who wants to talk about Venny? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going there. Because <laughs> you love him as well. Uh, I do, I do like Venny. Uh, she is pretty good. So, um, yeah. Anyway, because Rich isn't here, I'm going to have to ask his questions, but Rich is much better at it than me. Yeah, go for it. So, we'll ask you new, because me and Liam have answered it before. I think, have you been asked them before, Liam? I have, yeah. Oh, good. That means we don't have to talk to you. Um... (laughs) (laughs) I'll go back on mute. Yeah, you eat your cheese nuggets or whatever they are. Finish them off an hour ago, pal. Eat your grown-up food. No. <laughs> Eat your porridge and shut up. Uh, anyway. <laughs> so Chris, um, anyway, what's yes. when when you so when you start a game, yes. what is what is sort of your, your turn zero thoughts? I mean maybe maybe not necessarily with the list you're flying now, just in general. Like what how do you start thinking about it? Um it's turn zero, so it's kind of looking at the list. Um I look at my list, I look at their list. Uh, I then try and work out what I want rocks to do. Um, like the easiest way to describe it for me now is using this list. Uh, I bought three rocks, and uh, I either want a nice if it's a if I'm going into a joust, I want to have a nice big open zone that I can just go have no rocks taking a taking an impact. If I'm against dash, I want to put all the rocks in one sort of area and then want him to draw him out in towards me basically. So it's trying to it's trying to engineer the the table into a state where it benefits me or it doesn't benefit them so, um, against aces. Like if they've brought clouds, I try and put the clouds as close to me as possible so that then it negates them from the game and I just rush past them. Things so like that. So you, you basically try and you sort of envisioning where you want the sort of first engagement to happen. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that's, that's on my mind. Whether that actually happens, that's another matter, but well, as long as you've got a plan, that's the first point in it. Yeah. <laughs> so after after you've sort of put your ships down and set your dials and you've been moving around 
When you hit the planning phase, what's the first thing? Not necessarily for turns. I just mean at any point during the game. Um, when you get into the planning phase, what what sort of things do you think about? Um, it's, I know it's hard to sort of yeah, no, it's, it's what fine. You mean. It's, a, <laughs> it's reflecting on what's happened in that turn, whether I got what I wanted to happen that turn happen or not, how bad it went against me or how well it went for me, and then using that going on to because i'm trying to think ahead to the next couple of turns i'm trying to think ahead to at least the next turn anyway of going right okay so if i go into this this turn and i know i want to be there for next turn because there's that rock there that's going to affect me do i care about it will i just want to one go forward it or do i need to plan for not being in that position um that makes sense in my head probably doesn't listening to it no, no, it, it, does, uh, but, it does um, make sense. It's, it's it's very hard to articulate what you're trying to yeah, say. Yeah, it's. I try to. Um, I do take things turn by turn, but I try to have a aim for what I want to happen that turn. So you kind of pick sort of your win condition. You try and your best. Yeah. To, to get to that point. Yeah, and then obviously, as things happen, either if I did kill a ship, and then it makes my win condition easier. It's then working out. Do I try and win harder? Or do I run away? Um, because sometimes going on the attack is just better for you because some ships aren't designed to run away. Yeah. Um, and then there's also then other ones going, okay, I've lost too much here. Um, my gamble didn't pay off. Uh, how can I bail myself out of it? And then trying to find the best situation to pull it back. Um, so it's kind of just try and keep it fluid, really, to be honest. But I'm constantly thinking about what I want to be doing as the turn's going on before I even get to the dials. Or I like to think I am anyway. Um, <laughs> that's, what, that's the main aim. That's what I try to do. I think um, I think the main thing that you were getting out of it, like from not just you, I mean, in general with people who, is that the really the people who do well tend to pick out the win conditions and, and stick to them rather than changing their minds halfway through. Yeah. Yeah, that's... And that's true. Uh, if you're going to go in on something, you've got to go for it. Um, like There was a couple of opportunities where I could have had better shots into other ships at the weekend, but I knew my win condition was finishing off at least one of them. And so then I took the range two or three shots instead of the one or two range one shots uh, into a different ship. So then I'm not splitting my fire because I knew that I'd be better off with one. Like It was in a Dash and Libo game, I think it was, and I knew I'd be better off with one ship off the table which then makes choices a lot easier rather than having two wounded ships on the table because until they're gone they're still normally at full full firepower so especially with them two ships only two four dive ships yeah exactly it's like two proton torpedoes every turn <laughs> which no one needs <laughs> <laughs> it is interesting because a lot of i think a lot of people say the similar sort of things but everyone words it slightly different, but a lot of it is planning your win condition and then thinking about how to still get there. Just out of curiosity, when you set your dials, think about your moves first, then your opponents. Or do you think about your opponents, then plan around your moves, what you think they may do? It's a bit of both. And unless I go in my gut feeling, and then I change my mind, um, then I normally get it wrong. The longer I have to think about it and get a chance to change my mind, 
um, the more theories I come up with that the other person could do, <laughs> which then means I go, actually, no, that's a bad idea. I'm going to do this, which then I should have normally, nine times out of 10, I should stick with my gut gut feeling. Yeah, I found that. <laughs> yeah, um, the amount of times I've changed to one thing because I've got two options. Or, so I'll just do this. And absolutely. Minutes, I'm like, no, no, I'm, not, I'm doing this. And then I just realize I'm an idiot because I've tried to big brain it and I got it completely <laughs> yep. wrong. I should have just took yep. the plan A. It's like when I was against the Etters, I called that he would do a system phase, um, a barrel roll, which would have blocked a 4K for one of them. But I didn't do a 4K with the other one because I went with it too hard to try and catch one of the other ones that then I'd have more shots on in theory, where then actually he then didn't have a shot on anyone and it would have had a brilliant shot from behind the other Etter, which wouldn't have got away from it. So I should have stuck with my original plan of doing the 4K. Um, good people. Yeah, that's the best advice ever. I didn't even hear that. What did you say? Trust your gut, people. Oh. <laughs> you, you're dead quiet on mine for some reason. Maybe I turn you down because you're annoying. I even blame you. He knows I love him, really. <laughs> so, Chris, before we go, have you got anything yes. else you want to just chat about or you're out for a shout out or anything like that? No, I'm I'm good. Um, I'd like to shout out everyone who I played against the weekend. If you listen, um, I had a great weekend. Everyone who's uh, supported me in the last few weeks um, with uh, helping with lists and uh, messaging me on the day, uh, I was really humbled by the response from a lot of people. Um, and a shout out to everyone who uh, came to the Balance of Force last weekend. We raised over seven hundred pounds uh, for the uh, air ambulance, which was amazing. And uh, look forward to the next one. So thanks yeah. for having me on again. Those Balance of the Force events always go down well. People like the, the list-building ideas in them. Sorry, I meant the Kona Cup. Oh, uh, sorry. Balance of the Force, which I'm actually in the top 16 for. Um, <laughs> and I play that on Wednesday. So What, of your own event? Shock horror? Che- yeah, cheating again. It's a tin spot. Oh, Sean, Sean didn't make it, though. <laughs> and he, it is his event. He didn't make it, though, unfortunately. He did just lose in his last round. Sean. I'll shout out to him for uh, running a, a well thought out event. Yeah. And doing a great uh, great amount of work on the uh, on the tin side with the podcast and the stream and everything. He does a great a lot of work. And he has to put up with you, so you know. Yeah. Oh and uh, the medal. <laughs> Nikki sends a love and says you're a bell end. Yeah, it's true. Ah, <laughs> uh, the best binet. Yeah, I mean, it's pretty rude of her because I always tell her she's my favourite Burnett. She's everyone's favourite Burnett. That I mean, probably hasn't thing, come from her. That's it's... come from me. <laughs> I can't believe she chose to be a Burnett. That's what's more crazy. Well, that's it. Yeah, she chose. Yeah, she married him. So. Especially seeing she's those probably... uh, wedding photos of you. <laughs> You've aged better. Like I, I was just about to say, Chris has definitely got better with age. Oh, thanks, mate. <laughs> it must be owning the boat that's done it for you. That's my yacht. Now. <laughs> Sorry, the yacht. <laughs> 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 I'm jealous of that. It's cool. Um, have you got any shout-outs, Liam? Uh, I'm just going to... It's not a shout-out per se, but I'm oh, well, going to promote Boarding Brums. Then, it's not a shout-out. I'm going I'm to just promote Boarding Brums events on the 13th of November. Just the standard ten pound entry. Uh, it's one of their monthly events. It's the last one of the year, so we're trying to make it big, so to speak, and just get a lot of people down there because it's probably the last 
we'll see if some X wingers for uh, until uh, twenty twenty two. Also, so, yeah, come on, realize, uh, Liam gets a small cut of every ticket sold, so help a guy out. I wish I did. <laughs> I wish I did. <laughs> you got anything else, mate? He doesn't really. That was just me lying. No, I said to Simon, the owner, I was like, you know, I might have to start taking a cut of everything sooner, and you looked worried. <laughs> uh, and I'm just going to just uh, give my props to Chris for his 6-0 on the weekend. Yeah, yeah, he's, he did oh, thanks, do a good run. Yeah, it's about time you we saw you in a cut, because you've been plugging away for a while, and it's nice to see, uh, especially in a big event as well, it's nice to see you actually make that step and uh, show what you're made of. Oh, yeah, well, shout out to AMG for uh, making the points worthy so that I can build a list to suit my <laughs> playstyle now. So He did Devon proud. He also did our, our little team proud because he won in our team event as well, didn't he, mate? That was it. That was the first time using this list. Yeah, I remember um, talking about it earlier this week. Yeah, it's the first time using this list. And then I played Ollie on uh, Thursday as another warm-up. Oh, was it Ollie Williams, isn't it? No, 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 no! I played a. Uh, oh, some, you played good, some, Ollie. Some, I played some scrub. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Mr. yeah. Some sort of good thing in America. Um, yeah. <laughs> and um, I'll just shout out. I played beats. Um, uh, what night was it? Well, I can't remember what night it was. Now it was just a really fun game, and I enjoyed it. That's that's it for me. It was for the fam event, but it was just dead fun and casual. Anyway, so we'll call it there. So it's uh, goodbye from me. Uh, goodbye from Chris. Goodbye. Uh, goodbye from Liam. Toodles. Toodles. <laughs> <laughs> and we'll see you next time. Thanks for listening. The pictures tell the story. This life had many shades. I'd wake up every morning and before I'd start. Each day I take a drag from last night's cigarette that smoldered in its tray Down a little something and then be on my way